Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. I bet you know what time it is. If I were you, I'll be on my feet by this time because it is time for my favorite part of the service. It is time to hear the words of our prophet. It is time to hear the words of the one who is teaching us to serve God. You and I know our lives have changed week after week after hearing a word from her. And you are, you are as excited as I am. Then help me welcome E.S. Joy Philippe Bruce. Keep putting your hands together. Shout to the Lord this morning. Give him a swag shout. Tell him that Jesus, you are everything. We are not going to stop serving you. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Wow. Tell your neighbor you've done your best. The church is looking so good, I tell you. Wow. Tell the neighbor on the other side, I like your swag. I like your swag. I like your swag. You know, there are people, there are people who think that church has to be quiet. No, no, wait, wait. And church has to be a place of reflection. It's also true. That's why John was also one of the apostles. So we have our times when we are just there. But there are some of us who we like fun, we like noise. I need you to know that there's a place for us also in the house of God. And I think for us, our apostle is Peter, talking all the time, jumping around, never sitting still. Amen. He's also in the Bible. So you take the one you like. Is it okay? Uh-huh. If you are a noisy person, don't, don't criticize the one who is quiet and reflective and, you know, comes to church for some peace of mind and those of you who are quiet too don't judge those of us who like a little noise and something 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 amen but before you take your seat find your bible let's make our confession i hope you are bringing your bible to church and if you don't have a bible get a bible amen this is my bible I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. Uh, Hold on for me. Who are those sitting down? Are they in this church? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Uh, When you come to the house of God, you must know how to behave. Uh I'm sorry. Can we start again? This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. 
today I will be taught the word of God. I will never be the same. Never, never, never. I will never be the same. So help me God. Amen. Take your seat, you know. It's like something we are just saying, but one day you will turn around and you will see that you are what the Bible says you are. And you see that you have what the Bible says you have. The Bible says you can do all things. One day you'll be there, you find out you can do all things. Because it's been our confession. Amen. Are you happy to be in church? I have really enjoyed the Swag Sunday so far. I started enjoying it when I started seeing the different costumes and the different facts. It's too nice. It's too nice. It's too nice. Hallelujah. And you see, I, I need to just tell some of you that we are just practicing because we know that when we get to heaven, our Jamaican brothers too will be there. <laughs> our American brothers too will be there. Are you there? Maybe the chief from your village will be there. Hey. So we are just practicing. All types. All kinds. Are you there? In the, in the New Testament, when the disciples threw out the net, they caught all kinds of fish. All kinds of fish. Are you there? And that's how heaven is. All kinds of fish. Amen. Some people think that the only people in heaven are the ones who are like them. You, have, you are mistaken. Your type is there, but there are other people too there. You don't travel. You only sit in your village. When you travel small, you see that the world is so different. Yeah, different, different, different places. Amen. The fattest person here, if you were in the U.S., you'd be slim. They are different. They, they, hey, Charlie. What they call fat there, you won't be there. <laughs> are you in the house? It's powerful. We have just a few weeks to go before Easter when we talk about the thing that makes the church the church. And I want to use those few weeks to talk to you about seven great principles for a great change. Seven great principles for a great change. As people who say we are born again, something in us was dead and it has come back to life. Yeah. Pastor George, you're welcome. It's nice to see you. Amen. Well, some of us didn't have a chance to say goodbye. We don't know whether he's going on missions very soon. So today is the day you must say your goodbye. Because this coming, he has come. He said, Nicodemus coming. Amen. He'll be going on missions to Madagascar very soon. Ah, ah. So he's on his way. Amen. One day you'll also be on your way. Because we are looking for people who will go. Uh-huh. You see how the, the church is very quiet. Mm. If I had said that, oh, I see you going to the U.S. of A, you'd have said, oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but I need to tell you that where God sends you is the best place. Yeah. We were in Norway, one of the richest countries in the world. And God called us from there and sent us to Tamale. And uh-huh. you see that you are saying A. But it was in Tamale that we understood what the joy of the Lord was. Yes. It was in Tamale that he gave us a foundation and ministry 
But it's not only ministry. Ministry thrived, but we thrived as people as well. So once God sends you, that's it. Are you there or you have traveled? Yeah. And we lived among people who were not our people and we loved them like our people. I had no plans of coming back to Accra. I still have no plans. It's only Accra I don't have plans for. But Are you there? Then we found ourselves transferred here. I wouldn't have known all of you. What a blessing to be sent. I said, what a blessing. And once again, come and fall in love with another group of people and be blessed. I mean, I'm blessed walking among you. I don't know whether it would have been like that if I had said that. I just want to stay in Accra. I don't like distance. We should go to what? When we're going, some people that I don't want to mention, when we're going to Tamale, they said that, eh? Our children, what language cry would they speak? Eh? What school cry would they go? As if there's nothing there. As if there's nothing there. Be it known unto you, they didn't suffer one. Or oh, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. They are as educated as anybody anywhere. From there. From there. Their primary school was a local school. The name was Dain Shelley. He said, when people say that I am, I went to Christ the King. <laughs> My school is the rich, the rich. <laughs> hey, I went to KNUST, JHS, and primary school. I said, did yet? Dying Shelley. <laughs> it hasn't done them any bad. And it was because we had gone there to save God. Rather, it has prospered them. Amen. So, Pastor George, all this one is to say, God bless you. As you go, you will prosper. Hey, one day you will return. Wife, children, as you go, one company, you will return. God would have made you two companies plus children. He will bless you and magnify you. And people who think you are a small boy, they will see the charming of the truth. God is real. Yeah. You give up everything and say, let me go. Amen. You see, some of you, they said, eh, let's go. The UN is calling you to Sudan. You go. God is calling you, say, hmm. when God calls you, say, hmm. anyway, please, let me come back to my subject today. A great change. When you give your life to Christ, you must change. The Bible says, let him who steals, steal no more. Yeah, he's in the church, you know. <laughs> you know, I keep saying it. And I said, that, that's why you, what do you do to your phone? Hey, when you even put the phone in the bag, you close the bag so that per chance, somebody will not. Yeah. Meaning that there are people who are bona fide Christians, but they haven't changed. Are you seeing it? They say, oh, media, I'm not inside. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There are people who are born again, but they lie all the time. All the time. All the election records, they are all Christians. All of them. All those who still vote. Whether for this end or that end. <laughs> are you here? Many are born. They say they have given their life to Christ. The problem is that they have not changed. The things they used to do, they still do them more. The things they used to say, they still say them more. Are you there? The friends they used to have, they still have those friends. And there is no change since they met Christ. Hey! 
You met the Lord 25 years ago. But still, if I ask you now, take a pen, take a paper, take, take your phone, and type seven things in your life that has changed, you'll find two. Of which one is that you are in church and two is that you sing praises. That's all. That's all. I thank God that you are in church. <laughs> and I thank God that you sing praises. But more must happen. Young people, there must be a change in your lives. Do you understand? Yeah. There must be a change in your lives. Are you here? Older people, there must be a change. A great change. You should be able to look back and say, I was like this, but now I'm like that. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, it says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So something was there that is no longer there. So long as you have given your life to Christ. But if that was so, it says the old had passed away. So how come you are still how you were? When they bring you a house girl, you beat the house girl half to death. It's true. Some of the most wicked women on earth are in church. Wicked. They bring you somebody to help you. You just maltreat the person. Hey, I'm just giving you examples because some people think that I don't drink, I don't fornicate, I don't steal, I'm, I'm righteous. But there are so many things. They're gossiping, used to gossip. Still, ah, you're on it. You are still stealing office stationery. Everything in your house. If you come and look, it's from the office. When you look at it, you say, what man is for all of us? Young man, sit well. You are in church. Good. Amen. Are you, and I'm saying to you that there must be a change. The Bible says that all things have passed away. When you gave your life to Christ, you came forward. You came to give your life to Christ. Maybe it was here or at a crusade or in another place. You gave your life to Christ. Something happened. Your spirit was made new. But you, Ankasano, you are the same. In the Bible, there was a certain man called Saul. Every day, he was going to churches and killing people. He was going to churches and killing people. He said everything that they say about Jesus is not true. And he took it as his personal mission to delete the church. Killing people. One day he was on his way to go and do another killing and arresting. Hey. But that day, I said that day, Jesus was waiting for him. And the Bible says that as he went down on the road to Damascus, a light shone across the road and he fell down on the floor. He started talking. Hey, who are you, Lord? He said, I am Jesus, who you are persecuting. Jesus introduced himself personally to him. From that day, Saul began to follow Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And in Galatians chapter <clears throat> 1, Galatians 1, 23. You can remember it by, by saying Galatians 1, 2, 3. <laughs> they had heard. Are you there? They are talking about the Christians. They had heard that he which persecuted us in times past now 
which is the faith that he once destroyed. The man who was killing us, the man who was chasing us, the man who was finishing us, today he has joined us. He's standing at the marketplace, he's preaching, he's talking about the same Jesus that he was crucifying again. What had happened? A great change. A great what? A great change had come upon his life. In Mark chapter 5, we have the classic story. Can you please separate those three young men at the back there? Just separate them. Carry one to sit somewhere. Uh-huh. It's nice. It's all inside the church. Uh-huh. The Bible says that you will learn how you ought to behave in the house of God. Good. Amen. In Mark chapter 5, we meet the madman of Gadara. A classic example of what Satan will do with a human being who is fully committed to him. The Bible says that this man lived among the tombs. Nobody could control him. Nobody could bind him. No, no, you break it. He walked around naked. You pass there, you are in trouble. But he met Jesus. And Jesus dealt with the demons that lived in him. And the Bible says in Mark 5 and verse 15 that when the people from the town came, they came and found him sitting down. One of the changes that comes in the life of a person who is always roaming to and fro. And some of you cannot sit in one place. You are a man, you are married, but you cannot sit in one place. When you wake up in the morning, you roam out till night. It's a demon waking. It's a demon waking. Because for as long as you roam the whole day and the whole night, you have no peace. You will spend your money. You will not read the word of God. You certainly won't pray. And you are like a visitor in your own home. Some of you young people, when you get up, you roam until you fall down somewhere. So you even sleep in another house. Hey! Excuse me, oh. Hey, a damn book, a crack, a it's a little madness. Hey! Because the Bible says that when the man had come back to his senses, the first thing they saw, he was sitting down listening to Jesus. Mm. I said, mm. There are some people, every day your feet are found in somebody else's house. Every day, cause of confusion, wouldn't now. Now when the story is there, call left and right, left and right. In the place that you pass, confusion comes there. And, follow. and I'm not joking. I'm not joking at all. It's the truth. I knew a lady, every home that she entered like that, catastrophe struck the house. The child will go mad in the house. Another one will get a sickness in the house. And one day I came to meet this woman in my kitchen. I said, you, it'll be your last. <laughs> Are you there? I said, you have gone to the houses of all the Christians and disaster has struck. I've seen you. You have come here. We shall deal with you. Are you in the house? Yes. The woman was a Christian, by the way. Yeah. The other time we were in an Islamic area. Mm. She was a Christian. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says the next thing that... And he was clothed. He was clothed before, in when he was not in his right mind. He used to walk around naked. 
How many of us have seen naked madmen walking around? Yeah, naked. And you know, in Ghana, people really feel those things. They'll even take a cloth and give it to... you see that he'll wear the cloth for a little while, but... Oh man, it's on a few minutes per... You, in maximum a day, the cloth will find its... Yeah! So, nakedness is a sign of the madness that he has. And to the degree that you naked yourself, to the degree that you expose yourself, showing us thighs we shouldn't see, and breasts we shouldn't see, and bottoms that we shouldn't see, to that degree, your madness is manifesting. It is a sign of madness. We have come to the church for them to be insulting. I am not insulting. I'm telling you the truth. The people who are smiling with you, who are hailing you for nakeding yourself, you need to understand something. It is not normal. Can you not see? Go and take magazines from the 1950s and start to look at them. You will discover all the people who are into showbiz. They used to dress normal in the 50s. And as time went on, the madness began and the clothing began to change. There was a time what an unbeliever used to wear to go and sing in a nightclub is what even now we wear as normal Christians. But today, it's a different kind of clothing. Fishnet dress. Open neck. Some of you are sitting down, but you have those clothes. And you wear them. And that's why I'm telling you that it is a sign of the degree of madness that you have. When you are whole in your right mind, it is a sign of a right mind to be clothed. And the fact that you are unclothing yourself and you don't even realize that something is wrong is a sign of the dumbo because a madman who is walking has no reaction. He can be walking with his things dangling, crying, and he, he's just moving, it doesn't matter. The lack of shame is a sign. It's a sign. Hey. And that's why I'm talking today. You see, this man, what he experienced, it was a great change. Walking to and fro, tens dangling, naked, to sitting down, clothed, and the Bible says, in his right mind. You are not in your right mind as you expose your body. I'm just sharing it with you. <laughs> you are not in your, you think that is normal, but it is the madness that's going around. Principle number one. <laughs> uh, when they, when they, they say what they are away. <laughs> Principle number one. <laughs> are you in the church or you are so angry already? That anger is part of the demon. That anger. After you are born again, a great change will come into your life if you grow spiritually. If you grow spiritually. Carter, please find your people for me. Yourself. Where's Gloria? Who is here? Pastor Danny is here this time. Good. I need no. 
hold on, I need another short person before you come, Ahima. Ah, Ahima, you come. I have shorter people to use this in this service. Beautiful. Beautiful. Good. First Thessalonians chapter 5. It's the shortness I'm looking for in this particular time. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that Pastor Augustine and somebody are in the house. So after the church, we will hear from <laughs> They'll come and explain to us what they have been doing these two weeks. <laughs> All the two weeks, it wasn't one, two. He left his church. Oh, you, we will not go there right now. Please stand well. Please, please, we are preaching the word of God. Mama preaching in Koye. Mama preaching in Koye. <laughs> First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23 is the only scripture that tells us that we ourselves as we are there, we are three in one. We hear it, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and you keep on asking, are there three gods? Well, if there are three gods, you are also three. <laughs> it says, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless. This is what I show, I'm showing you. Spirit, soul, and body. And that's why I have found these three people. Spirit, soul and body when you come to this earth as a human being you are you have a spirit man is a spirit he has a soul he lives in a body amen your body it will never change you never say oh as for me dear i can i will not do this thing hey the way the body can disgrace you have you never been at a place and then you start to sleep? <laughs> Meanwhile, you are sitting on the front seat. Oh. <laughs> and you knew that, Charlie, as I'm sitting at the front, you know, at least the people at the back, they can be sleeping, nobody will see. <laughs> Before you are aware, body is disgracing you. Say it's feeling sleepy. What done? I Body. Oh. Debbie, 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 Debbie. Hey. You see, I go to marry this nice girl. She takes you to go and meet her parents and they put some food. Then I come and they will wound the day for her. Then you tell her, you know the plate. And as they are saying, eat more. You are eating. You are eating. Wait, wait. The Bible says, I put a knife to your throat. Man, yes, sir. It's the body. It's the jana. <laughs> That's why, you see, I'm explaining because if you depend on your body, hey, it will disappoint you. It will disappoint you. But you see, God gave you a spirit. Because of the sin of Adam, man is spiritually dead. You are already dead. And that is why Jesus came. But when he came, he came to pay for that sin that you have sinned just by being. Just by the fact that you are a man. That was the effect of Adam and Eve upon us. Are you here? Even before you have learned to talk, who has ever taught children wickedness before? Have you not seen a two-year-old sit down, catch a cockroach, remove the leg? Where did he learn it? He sees a puppy going, then he starts to, he wants to see how it will scream. Where did he learn such wickedness? Even as a child, it is innate. So when you give your life to Jesus Christ, what he does is to remove your old spirit. That's why it says you are born again. Oko, arrive. Fast, 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 fast. Hey! That's why I, I had a shorter one around. 
He gives you a new spirit. The reason why I insist that he should be short is that the Bible says it's a baby. You're a baby. A baby. We're going to read the scripture. Is that okay? <clears throat> First Corinthians chapter 3. Verses 1 and 2. First Corinthians 3, 1 and 2. Corinthians, not Chronicles. KB, and I am the one dying in real And I, brethren, Paul was speaking. I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. So I wanted to talk to you some time ago, but I, I couldn't speak to you because you are so carnal. A carnal believer is like an unbeliever. Won't tear semasi. And some of you here are like that. You don't understand things. Ish, mess. You don't understand anything. Please, when you were coming, did you see bank written in front of the church? Did you see the bank of fountain? What did you see? Did you see? That's that issue here. Are you here? All that we do is try to help. Out of kindness, out of something. It is not our work to give you a loan. If somebody helps you financially, they have done it from their own pocket. Many times the help that we have brought you, we have built our pastors who are just ordinary Ghanaians, just like you, who work. I also earn just a salary. What I'm paid does not depend on the number of people in my church. It's a fixed thing, just like how your salary is also fixed. And somebody will come, put this, put this, put that, and they bring it. But because of lack of understanding, because you are a baby in the Lord, who has decided you won't grow. We have explained to you, work for the Lord, work for the Lord. What were you preaching last month, cry? The great thing to serve the Lord, the good things that follow you as you work. You will not do any work in the church. You never, you are a baby, you can't understand anything. You see, and the reason is that your spirit is a baby. Verse 2. Hmm. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. You see, there's meat that should make you grow. That should make you strong. I remember one time there was a place, a lady, who lived not far from my house in Tamale. She had a two-year-old. That two-year-old could not walk, could not talk, couldn't do anything. And the reason was because his mother said that the only thing that he would uh, take is Milo. So she too was just giving him Milo. That's the just Milo. You see, Milo is a very nice drink and very nutritious, but honestly, you can't work with it. <laughs> so the boy was alive. Oh. He was fully alive, but he couldn't walk, and he was brought to our uh, church crash. And at first, they almost didn't take him. They said, no, take him. When the boy came, he would sit, just sit. He can't move. Can't move. But as he stayed there, at the age of two, the other two-year-olds, would they not be bringing lunch to school? Or I, th- I don't know, remember whether they were provided. I think they used to cook and bring it. He realized that 
His colleague is eating some of the bread. He too. He started to eat some. Eating some of the teaser, he began to eat. Eating some of the meat, he began to eat. And as he began to eat, his legs began to work. His legs began to work. His head began to work. In the same way, there are some of us here in the church. I need to feed you some meat. But because you are so carnal and Christian, we can't do that. We have to always give you good messages. Even just now, small example I'm giving that I said, when you dress some way madness, where for you born? You're bored. I can't say much more. I can't tell you much more. Oh, we have to just entertain you. Hey. And Paul said, I fed you with milk and not with meat. And then he said, why? Because he said, for hitherto, that means before, you were not able to take it. And he said, now too, you are not able to take it. It means your spirit has not grown. You have been in the church 25 years, you became a Christian. Now, so, because no great change. No great change. Are you in the house? And the reason is that your spirit, remember I told you, 1 Thessalonians 5.23, your spirit, your soul, your body, they're all part of you. The reason is that your spirit is a baby. What does a baby do? Babies only bring one thing, happiness in the house. Even that one, because sometimes there's none. By the time they finish with you. Hey! Are you there? As they have come. Can a baby change the world? I'm asking a question. Can the baby defend the house? Everybody that you see accomplishing great things for God or doing anything, he was a baby. He was a baby, but he grew. Our present is a present today, but he was a baby one day, but he grew. That's why he's not a baby sitting in the parliament house there. Bishop Doug is accomplishing great things. Even in Corona season, he used to be a baby. There was even a picture of him recently. I think his birthday time as a baby. But he didn't stay as a baby. He grew. So also, it is in growing that you too, you'll be okay. But because you have persisted in being a baby Christian, because you have not done the things that will help you grow, that is also why you are suffering. Because a baby in the house is worse off than a servant in the house if he remains a baby. The house may be for his father. But because he decided to remain a baby, even though he is an heir, it will not benefit him. Have you not seen some of those CCTV pictures? A maid beating a baby. One maid was jumping on the child's stomach. And made pouring her something on that, and they would give stories to the parents. Why? Because the baby is a baby. And some of you at this age, you are a baby, and the devil is beating you. He enters into the house, he gives you a knock, he takes your things. The devourer is messing up with you. Every day you are crying, every day you are saying, But child of God, grow up. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Therefore, take captive every thought and bring it into captivity under Christ. The weapons are with you. But as a baby, which baby goes to war? I said, which baby? 
which baby goes to war? Even a small child. What small child goes to war? Grow up. Grow up. For your own sake, grow up. For your own life, grow up. For the sake of Christ, grow up. Don't let him sacrifice be in vain. Some of you, it's like Jesus shouldn't have come. Oh, oh, oh. The way you are suffering, the way you are behaving, a baby, just a baby, is changing from today. I said it's changing from today. When you grow up and that maid comes thinking you are still a child and arrives with the cane she has been using to cane you. Are you in the house? As you have grown, she doesn't know you are now grown. Will you not take the, the cane from her hand? Suddenly she will find herself on the run. Some of you need to go and send the devil on the run. Send him, get him out of your house. Get him out of your life. Get him out of the things that he's doing. Come on, rise up and grow up and get him out. Get him out. Amen. Hmm. Are you in the house? Hey. Like you are quiet, but Enyeshi. Enyeshi. Hey. Are you there? Hmm. Hebrews 5.12 is a scripture you know. For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. The Bible says a time comes when you rather should be teaching somebody, you rather should be blessing somebody, you rather should be picking up somebody, you rather should be the reason why somebody is encouraged and doing better. But rather, we have to come back again and teach you what it means to be born again and teach you all oh, the, oh, the Holy Spirit. And push your neighbor and say, Neighbor, we got to change. We got to change. There must be a great change. Somebody, some of you young people, when you go back home and those friends of yours come, you must tell them from today, don't return. Yes, it's time to change. It's time to what? Change. Yes. Let's continue. Principle number two. My time is almost up, but let me force and do principle number two. Principle number two says, after you are born again, a great change will come in your life if you renew your mind with the word of God. If you renew your mind. What is this about renewing your mind? I thought if you were to become spiritual, it's only spiritual things you have to do. There are spirit things to do, but then it tells you for you to see something, for a great change, you need something. Your mind must change. That mind that says, when I come to church and I spend more than one hour, I am wasting my time. Your mind is what is going to make you do certain things. Amen. Are you in the house? Have you noticed? You see, when you see the madmen moving up and down, if you were to take them to the hospital, one of the things you'll notice is that physically they are very strong. Everything is working. Everything is working. Everything. Only one thing is not working. It's up here. Yeah. Everything is working. 
So when the mind is not working, look at how it gets people into trouble. Because the mind is not working. Are you here? Let us go to Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Hmm. Paul was saying something. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God. Are you here? And he says what? That you be transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind. So if a change has not happened in your life, it's because your mind has not changed. Everything you are doing in this life is based on what your mind is doing. Yeah. And that is the point for having a soul because your mind is here. Your mind is here. Your mind is here. When you come to school, what school is doing is training your mind. And so that is why you see people whose mind is trained a lot, they are able to be awake a lot. That's why the medical school student is awake, but the hairdresser is sleeping. Don't be offended, it's just true. It's just true. It's just true. Because the mind has not been trained in a certain way. Amen. When you come, you come as yourself. If it is a competition with standing, the hairdresser go fit. She's on her feet from eight to eight. Are you in the house? Uh-huh. But the mind is what we are discussing. Yeah. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. That's why when you think I'm poor, you never become rich. That mind must die. And you will kill it by taking the Bible and by looking for what the word of God says about you and your wealth. Then your mind will change. But for as long as you are thinking in a certain way, so you'll be. And so to have a, a great change, your mind must change. In all of us, our mind has a barrier over different things. So, for example, the reason why you cannot steal is because in your mind, there's a barrier, there's a wall. When you break that wall, then you are a thief. You'll be able to steal. Are you here? In your mind, we don't fornicate. When you break that wall, you'll be sleeping around. And some of you sleep around. I pray the angel of God will land there your next time. Your next time. Mm. Mm. Because so I pray that you will have an encounter. Some encounters and you don't easily forget them. Hey, you don't easily forget them. Are you there? Mm. Whether it's an encounter from heaven or from hell, it doesn't matter. You will not forget it. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> <Are you? laughs> a friend of mine prayed he said that he wanted to see Jesus prayed uh, prayed uh. one day he went to sleep when he woke up a hand hey. he said fear fear but I thought he said he was praying that he wants to I'm not saying don't pray I'm just saying that it's fearsome when it is happening So the mind needs to be reprogrammed. Your mind is like a computer. You put rubbish in, it will give you rubbish out. That is why up till today. Okay, I was going to give an example. I will say it. I will say it. 
you can go to an office. Did they not say it was biometric? You went and did all the biometric. If it was properly done, when, I, when you did your Ghana card, they should have been able to use your biometric when you went for your voter ID. So just see that is one, but they can't do it because. Anyway. No, it's true. If you travel, you traveled to the UK 25 years ago. If you go today, when you stand there, you bring your passport and you, they start asking you questions and you are telling stories and things, they can see it. You came here in whatever, whatever. They see that. Because the thing is linked. We cannot even link. We cannot even link the biometrics of the same human being. Computer for me, I'm in the talking to you. you see, it's a mind. It's just a mind. It's just a mind. But, look, please, don't, don't mind those things. I'm talking to you about your Christian life. So, if you never reprogrammed your pornography life, you will be a Christian on pornography, eating it every day. If you do not reprogram your mind to understand that lying is a sin, the greatest liars on earth are in our nation. And they are in the church. They are Christians. You see that you are quiet. Have you seen that you are quiet? Don't worry. One day, I counted all the people who came to church. Physically. I had a number. Then, I asked all the leaders in the church who have centers and who are people who follow them. I said, give me the numbers who you brought. So shouldn't that number, number be lower? Because some of you come on your own. They say, man, fuck I mean, they didn't come for me. I came. You too, you came. Are you seeing it? So if the number I got is, what? Give me a figure. 800. Eh? At least some 200 people came themselves. When I totaled all the numbers that all the leaders gave me, it was higher than the number of people who came to church that day. By 150 lying wonders in the church leading. Because you have not renewed your mind as a Christian to understand that we don't lie. The Bible says liars go to hell. If you were reading your Bible, you would know what lying does. You would have stopped. Ah, if I ask you for the figure, what will I do to you? Whether you write zero or you write 20. Me, Yoshi. So why will you lie? I wasn't going to pay you. <laughs> or you thought you were helping me. Hmm. Are you there? These ones are the leaders. I fear to think what the rest of you do. I fear... And the reason is because our mind is not renewed. So you are there, you are still lying. But if you take the time to do a Bible study online, you'll stop. When you see where it goes, when you understand that when you, uh, Satan is your father, I don't know who wants Satan as his father. Huh? Is it Matthew 8 44 or something like that? Huh? Jesus 
was speaking, he said, Satan is the father of liars. Hey, sh- goodness. She the way I hate Satan, I don't want his anything to be near me. Hey, can you imagine? Fathers, ah! they give inheritance. <laughs> what inheritance will Satan be bringing? He doesn't have any good thing. What will he be giving to you as his child? Ye are of your father the devil, and the last of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. What does 45 say? Let me see something. Please, verse 45, have mercy on me. My name is Wai. <laughs> okay, it's all right. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22. That you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and put on the new man. You put off the bad behavior. Amen. Pastor Russell, please stand for me. When you get to your house and you go home, will you go to bed tonight wearing this cap and these sneakers? Like Lizzie will send me a text, what is happening here? (laughs) At all. You will do what to the cap? You will put it off. Or you'll be calling an uh, angel. <laughs> it's time to uh, please. They are giving you a microphone. Angel, is, I want to go and sleep. Will you please come and remove my cap? Is that what you'll be saying? At all. What about your sneakers? I'll remove it personally. You myself. remove it yourself? Yes. Or these days, since you are married, it's your wife you have been hey. calling to remove it. Hey. So even though you have somebody who could have been helping you cramp, but at least you remove it yourself. You put it off in the same way. The behaviors that you have that are not helping you, you put it off. Young man, young woman, take that phone, delete the pornography yourself. Get the app that will make sure that nothing else comes up yourself. No angel is going to do it for you. Amen. Young lady, put off that boyfriend you had before you gave your life to Christ. Put him off yourself. And stop crying and telling me he didn't do you anything. I didn't ask you whether he did you anything or not. He's the reason why you're fornicating. Come, put him off yourself. Off. You see, if you come to me and tell me you cannot, I'll beat you by yourself. I'll beat you. Because it's not true. You have not stopped, but you can stop. You have not stopped, but you can stop. Because you can do all things. And because there are others who have also gone before you. Next week, I'm going to try to get a couple of our pastors. I'll show you Pastor Danny's picture. Before and after. Before and after. It was not easy. But is it easy? 
when the Sunday Carter gave his life to Christ. We used to have evening service here. It was a very wild evening service. And it used to bring all kinds of guys. Maybe we should start again sooner. When I saw the guy, I, look, I was wondering, Charlie, this guy will finish me before. I was afraid. My pastor's students said, they were happily somewhere. This guy came and gave his life to Christ. Came and gave his life to Christ. Are you here? Serious 419. It's true, it's not true. <laughs> it's true, it's not true. Yeah. I said serious 419. Yeah. Ah. Professional, he doesn't need it. You keep it. I said, it's not today, he'll tell you. It's not today. It's not today. To next week. Next week, I will line them up for you. You see, I'm saying it because when you see them, they look noble is the word. Thank you, Amo. Thank you. So you need to understand that they were like you. But it is a great change and something that has happened. Today, they are preachers. Pastor Danny has a church down there. This one has a large, but sometimes people, preachers, preaching the word. How? It's a great change. It's a great change. Putting off the old man. Today, I'm talking to the weed smokers in the church. Just stop. Your parents do. You see, there are some older people in the church. When I say these things, they marvel. Because they don't know you. But unfortunately for you, I know you. Been a pastor of young people for a long time. Hey, you and your issues. I can see it in your eyes. This one is on weed. Some of you Friday night, where were you? I shouldn't go there, you see. You went to smoke the shisha at the party. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in the house or you have traveled? Yeah. Hmm. They had programs coming up. They said they would do pool party. They said there was, a, there was another party. They were going to have free drinks, shisha day. Brownies day, I know tense, you just wait. <sighs> the brownies, they are just weed biscuits. Hmm. Yeah. And some of you have been going. Tell your neighbor, not this year. No, not this year. And many of you who have been going, you are church babies. When I say church babies, you were born in the church. Yeah, so you've been going to church all this time. And you have come to campus and you say that, Charlie? Good time. Freedom. <laughs> this year, I will be sending. I'm just waiting for their programs. I'm actually going to send. I have my own personal bounces. They will come for you. So if you don't like embarrassment, don't go. Just so that it's my last card. I can only preach. It's my last card. Last year, I sent somebody. They sent me pictures of my church members. That's, that was last two years. At a report, epilogue, my church members, they sent me pictures. They sent me pictures. Try it this year. I decided that I have to get more wild. Yeah. A child of God. Epilogue, you sat naked and I was who could be. Hey. Amen. You see, I am talking about the young people's own because old people, it's not that you don't have yours. It's just fairy empty. Out of respect, Minkoho. Any fairy. 
but we all have ours. So take your share and just say to yourself, there's going to be a great change in my life. Yeah, there's going to be a great change in my life. Some of you adults, you need to learn to sit in your home. You don't know your children. You don't know them because you're never there. To and fro, 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 to and fro. It's time for a change. It's time for a change. Some of you ladies who are married, you are so acidic in your marriage that the marriage can't work. A great change is needed. Submission is the Bible that teaches it all, not what the world is teaching. To your own husband. Not somebody's husband, your own husband. But you are cotoying to another man, your boss. You are cotoying to another man because he tells you you are beautiful. No. The Bible says to your own husband. Hey. If you didn't want to koto, you shouldn't have married. But if you have married, that's it. Can I preach or I cannot preach? Yeah, yeah. Because I have met Christian women who have said, "No, no, 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 I can't. I will." They should be under it. No, be ye transformed. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah! I'm ending. When I got married, I was also. Up in arms, I can talk easy. But the Bible began to work on me. And one day, as I was reporting my husband to God, the Holy Spirit told me, You are not a submissive wife. I said, Me? Then he just gave me three rapid examples. One, two, three. It was enough. And then he showed me the scripture to take and begin to pray. I learned how to say yes, I learned how to agree. And when I don't agree, I learned to go into my bathroom. And pray. Because there is somebody over the one over me. That's why there's peace in my house. You know, come and hear me. You live in my house. Have you heard me standing there? Daddy is talking and I'm arguing and I'm answering back. There's no quarreling in the house. There's no quarreling. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. Are you in the house? Because I learned it from the word of God. So I am submissive to my husband. Not because I'm like that by nature. Oh, oh no, no, no. Ha. If you meet me in my working place, you wonder. No, no, no. Are you in the house? But by the grace of God, some of you are experiencing the change, but some, the change needs to start now. I want you to rise to your feet and just begin to pray for yourself. Some of us have come some part of the way, but we need to come further. Some of us are here to start. Thank you so much for helping me preach. May the grace of God and the glory of God be yours. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Just talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Where do you need a great change? Maybe in your website, there are guys there who speak in a way, speaking foul language, dirty language. You used to be part of them, but now you are a Christian. But how to stop? How to come out and say, I don't do this anymore. 
is your problem. Talk to the Lord right now about it. Ask him for the grace of the Holy Spirit to help you. To grant you the confidence to do what you must do, to make the change. You need to open your Bible and read. And when you read it, you obey it. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Let us Maybe you've been talking to the Lord about something in particular, trying to stop something. Today, just receive the grace to stop. Just receive that grace. Remember the scripture in Galatians 4. As I put you off. I put you off. I put you off. I put you off. I, put you I off. take you off. You will no longer control my life. No I put you off. And I put on the new. And I put on something that is different. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. We cannot talk about a great change if we do not recognize Jesus. That's the beginning. You need to give your life to Jesus before the great change will work. It cannot work when you say, I'll do it myself because in our flesh we are too weak. That's why you need Jesus. Maybe you have been in church all your life, but have you given your life to Jesus? If you have not, I want you to do so today. He's the beginning of the great change. He's the reason why the madman was sitting and clothed in his mind. He's the reason why many of us are the way we are today. So I want to invite you. Jesus said that except a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom. It was Jesus who said it. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. And so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here this afternoon. And you want to give your life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand. You want to give your life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You see, you can be working in church, doing everything, but you've not given your life. But you want to give your life today. It's the most important thing. If your hand is up, please come to me. If you've lifted up your hand, just come. We're going to confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Just come. Give him your life today. God bless you as you come. God bless you. Just come. God bless you. Your hand is up. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. Just come. Doesn't matter your age. You can be young, you can be in the middle, you can be old. You need to give your life to Jesus. No church died for you, so no church can save you. Just come. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Today, as you are coming here to give your life to Jesus, a great change is about to come upon your life. I want you to pray this prayer. There's somebody, your heart is really beating. And you are saying they should pass this space quickly and move on. Jesus is telling you all is not well. Just come. Come. Let me give you one minute. 
and you come and join us here. Or let me give you 30 seconds, 25 seconds, 20 seconds, 15 seconds, 10 seconds. All right, those of you in front, I want you to pray this prayer after me. We want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sin. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior and you are my Lord. Help me to make a great change in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S. God richly bless you.